we look at this church and we don't realize what sort of impact we're making. Because I want to talk about moving the multitude. When we talk about moving the multitude, here's what I'm talking about. If you're here in this room and you are not, you do not live in Milton, Pennsylvania, raise your hand. If you're in this room and you do not live in Milton, Pennsylvania, raise your hand. Really high, really high. Not halfway, give me the whole way. Look, at, look around the room. Okay, put your hands down. If you're in this room and you do not live in Lewisburg, raise your hand. Look around. If you're in this room and you do not live in Watsontown, raise your hand. Do you realize this? We are from everywhere. One of the burdens of my heart as a pastor, as a minister, was to make sure that when I pass through the church, I pass through the church of all kinds of people from everywhere. It doesn't matter where you come from. And I still want to see more. I want to see people come. And so what am I saying? Freedom Life Church is not just affecting Milton. It's not just affecting Lewisburg. It's not just affecting Sunbury or Sealands Grove, Watsontown, Allenwood, Williamsport. You, you mentioned it. When all these places around the area, it's not just affecting one of those. It's affecting everywhere you put your feet. Our desire so that all would hear. When Jesus was meeting with the disciples for those three years, his desire was to move upon their hearts, a desire to see the nations changed. But it started with Jerusalem. You follow that? Even in the, to the Great Commission, what did he say? To go out to the, all the world, right? But he said in Jerusalem, Judea, which is outside of Jerusalem, broader. Judea, Samaria, which is even further out. And then to the outer parts of the world. So he said, start here. You know what the spirit of Christ is? The spirit of Christ is the spirit of missions. Because his desire from the beginning was to bring everyone to the saving knowledge of the Father. Are you with me? I love what Henry Martin said. The spirit of Christ is the spirit of missions. The nearer we get to him, the more intensely missionary we become. You want to become more missionary? Get closer to him. His heart will beat and it will be one with yours. You ever hung around with someone and you started acting like them? Come on, somebody. They say things, now you say them and you're like, wait a second, I never said that before. You hang around someone long enough, you start talking like them, right? You know what I'm talking about? It's no different than the Father. You hang around His heart long enough, the things that make His heart beat will make your heart beat. What a privilege and an honor it is to serve you as your pastor. What a privilege and an honor it is to, to minister to you every week. But you know what ultimately is my privilege? To sow into this community. And friends, this harvest offering... And this harvest time, that's what it's about. To continue ministry. There are so many of you that have testimony after testimony of things that God has done because you are part of freedom. I wish I had a venue to do that right now. But on Vision Night, you will hear a few of those. So if you're a regular attendee or covenant partner, come on out for that. No one can be satisfied without laying down their life in obedience. 
you always have an itch to do something more. You ever wanted to do something more? You ever wanted wanted to change the way things are, but you're like, I don't know how to change that? Here's how Jesus explained it. He said in Luke chapter 9, he said, if anyone desires to come after me, he must deny himself. Take up his cross, what? Take up his cross, what? Daily and follow me. What does daily mean? Daily means consistently. Every single day. Consistency is key to faithfulness. So let me share with you two things this morning that I believe are important in order to do and move the multitude. Watch this. Notice with me for a moment some things about Jesus Christ in his ministry. Number one, everywhere Christ went, there was a multitude. Everywhere he went, there was a multitude. In fact, the disciples try to stop the kids from coming to Jesus, right? Hey, hands off, hands off, hands off. And he's like, don't, don't. Don't stop them from coming to me. These right here, this is the kingdom. You know what? Look at me for a moment. Everyone look at me. Some of us have stopped being effective because you stopped being children. You got so mature that you've gotten immature. You've done like a Benjamin Button situation where you reversed your whole life. You started real strong and you worked backwards because you maybe you've shifted your purpose, your focus. Jesus said, unless you're like these children, love your father. Love like no one's looking. Something has to happen. Jesus, everywhere Jesus went, there was multitudes. Matthew 4, 25, large crowds from Galilee and Decapolis and Jerusalem, Judea and the region all followed him. Matthew 13, 2, such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat on it. There was such large crowds gathered. He had to get on the boat just so he could get away a little bit so he can speak to them because they were so close. They were crowding him. So he had, to, he had to get on a boat so he can speak to them all. There were so many. They all came unto him. Matthew 15, 30. said great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, and he healed them. And last, great multitudes follow him. Matthew 19, 2. Read all those verses. If you need the verses, see me after service. I'll get them to you. We didn't put them all on the screen because I just wanted you to hear them for a moment. I need you to hear the heart and hear that the crowds follow Jesus. Why? Because he loved them. And that's what we're doing. We have to love people. Church, the people in your job that are lovable, it's no task to love them. The real task is loving the unlovable. Hello? You ever love somebody that's unlovable? It's hard, right? It's hard work. But Jesus had, number two, Jesus had compassion like nobody else in this world did. I love how Matthew 9 put it, and I'm going to put it on the screen here. Jesus was moved with compassion. Watch what it said here. Then Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was what? Moved with compassion. Say that again. He was what? Moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, watch this, they 
saw, then he said. They saw, then he said. Church, I'm telling you right now, do you see the need? So I'm telling you right now, this world, this valley needs you to be an obedient believer following Jesus. So we can move the multitudes toward Jesus. And then he said this. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. What is the harvest? The harvest is the part where we're collecting. The laborers is the people that have to go out there and get it. Go out there and get it. God is saying, there's people to be gotten. But there's not many people willing to go out there and get them. So what are we saying? He's saying this, therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. That's what we're doing. We're praying, God, send out people to minister and change the world. So here's the big idea. Church, you are a mission-oriented church. Every time I put a vision in front of you, you've met it. And I don't doubt that this one will be met too. Look at me. I need you to hear the big idea, and I'm going to put it up on the screen. You ready? The big idea, and I need you to hear this, because this right here, it may take reading it two and three times to get it. But here it is. Missions. Missions is not the ultimate goal of the church. Worship is. Missions exist because worship doesn't exist in most of the world. The job of every believer is to what? Worship, right? That's the job of every believer. Missions exist because people forgot who to worship. So God said, now I'm going to send my son. I'm going to send my son not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Missions begun. And at that moment, missions exist because sin hit the world. And so missions is a, is a byproduct of the sinful nature to get everybody back to worship. Are you feeling what I'm saying right now? Worship is the goal. But because worship is not the world's priority, mission has to be implemented so that we can reach them, to bring them to Jesus, so that they can then now give him the praise and the worship and the honor he deserves. Friend, that is the call of the church. That is how we move the multitudes. Love like Jesus loves. And I'll leave this thought with you. Are you ready? Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, because somebody sowed that before. Don't live your life on somebody else's harvest. Your life is judged by the seeds you sow. That is in your control. You're not in control of the harvest. You're in control of obedience. You follow? You're in control of obedience. 
your life will be judged by the seeds you sow, not the harvest you reap. That's what this offering's about. That's what this whole campaign's about. And God moved on my heart. What if everybody served like me? What will my church look like? What if everybody gave like me? What if everybody cared like me? What will my church look like? It's not about the money. It's not about the minutes. But they are determining factors. Wherever you put your money and your minutes is your master. Show me where you spend your money and I'll tell you what's important to you. Show me how you spend your time and I'll tell you what's important to you. Put those two together and they very much showcase your master. Now watch this. A lot of people want to put a big heavy emphasis on money. Right? Man, you gotta, you gotta pay bills and all that. Yeah, I get that. But money is replaceable, yes? Yes? Money is replaceable. Is time replaceable? Can you get tomorrow back? How many wish you could get tomorrow back sometimes? Right? It's not replaceable. So everything you do matters. Right now. Judge your life not by the harvest you reap, but that the souls are the seeds you sow. And that's what we're doing. We're sowing seeds. Amen? I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads for a moment. We're going to pray. And we'll seal it. Father, I pray right now that you would speak to us what it is that we're supposed to be moving forward in. To move the multitude in Jesus' name. Teach us how to be obedient people in the presence of our God. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.